Hey there, hopefully everybody had a good 4th of July week. I know I did. Welcome back. This is Podcast Pat. You can find me at podcastpat.com, 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 or you can email me, hubastudios at gmail.com, hubastudios at gmail.com. Got a lot of things to talk about today. The first thing I want to get into is this lack of... Now listen, now listen. I was born in 77, all right? Grew up in the 80s, late 70s. When we, when my parents purchased, when we went to the grocery store and we got freeze pops, there were like five main colors. You had red, green, orange, purple, and then I forget what the other one was. Maybe there was only four colors. Well, I feel like there was five, but maybe there was just four. Anyway, now... A couple of weeks ago, right? Now that it's hot out, summer, all that stuff, right? You wanna you want something to, you know, kind of quench your thirst, but something that's really cold, it stays cold for a little while while you're out walking around or you know, driving or whatever. So I picked up a big uh, box of uh, freeze pops, right? Didn't think anything of it. Just it's the normal one. I think it was like flavor rice or freeze pops. I forget the brand. All the boxes look the same to me. There's like four or five brands. They they're all all the way. Uh, all the way, all, all how they're colored and how the graphics are, they're very similar. They're confusingly similar. Let's just put it like that. So I bought this, this box of freeze pops, put them in the freezer. A couple days later, I go to get one. There's two red. There's like, I don't know how many. I think there was like, what, 36, 24, something. There's like two red in them, two green, two purple, and two orange. And all the other ones are like cotton candy or mango, all the ones that nobody really cares about. And even, even now, when you, when you open up a box of freeze pops at a party, especially with those little kids, they all want the red one or the green one 90% of the time. And those colors seem to be lacking in the boxes nowadays. And I have no idea why. And I talked to a friend of mine about this, too, earlier in the week when I was on the radio. So I'm a ham operator. I'm on the radio all the time at night talking to my buddies and everything else. We talk about so many cool things, you guys. If I could record what we talk about in the repeater and just put it into a podcast form... It would be the top 10 podcasts of all time. It would dominate the airwaves and the internet waves. Anyway, so I was talking to a friend of mine about this, and he says, you know what, Pat? You're right. My wife was just talking to me about this a week ago. I said, really? What did she say? She said the same thing. There's hardly any red, green, purple, or orange, particularly the red and green. So I got thinking to myself, why would they have less of what people want in the box? You know, does it cost more to make red and green pops, uh, icy pops, flavor ice? I I don't know. I mean, I would love to have them on the show and ask them. And guess what else I was craving last week? You guys will never believe this. I was craving bomb pops. I don't know what brought this on. I don't know if it was the the the, tr- the whole like popsicle icy pop thing. I don't know, but all of a sudden, bomb pop popped into my mind, and I thought to myself, you know what? I haven't had one of these in years. Literally, the last time I had one from the ice cream man, Mister Dingling, that loves coming around the neighborhood here, you know, and right before dinner or at eight o'clock when everybody's chilling out, you know, it's still sunlight out, so I guess you know it still counts was probably about 15 years ago. And suddenly, out of the blue, I was craving bomb pops. So last Saturday, 
What was that? July third or uh, June 29th? Yeah, June 29th. So last Saturday, had the family over. Everybody had. We were getting ready to watch Toy Story three and on demand. Guess what? There's no popcorn. We're all out of popcorn. So a couple people went up to the store. They took orders. You know, some people wanted chips. I want a bomb pop. Some people want popcorn. So they and I called. I called the supermarket because for some reason a few weeks ago, I don't remember seeing bomb pops in there. Right, so I called them up and go, "Hello, yeah, Hannaford, yep. Hey, do you guys have any bomb pops? Yeah, we have them. In the, we have we have them in the freezer here." I'm like, "Okay, cool. All right, so I know they're there." So they come back with popcorn, bomb pops, and chips. Total movie food. It's awesome. I open up the box of uh, the the box of bomb pops. I think I got twelve. Now, keep in mind, the one that you got from Mr. Dingling, the ice cream man, were monster bomb pops, okay? And that's what I kind of thought that they still would be like, because if you go get a chip witch from somebody, it's the same size that Mr. Dingling has. So why would I think that the bomb pops that they would sell at the supermarket would be any different, size-wise, right? They're like a third of the size. So really, if you divide 12 bomb pops in a, in a carton by three, it's really four bomb pops that you actually have in there based on the size that I would get from Mr. Dingling. Anyway, it hit the spot, man. I think I, I woofed down two of them in like an hour. They were awesome. Very tasty. You know, it starts out with red, which I believe is cherry. Then it goes blue, um, uh, white, which I think is lime, even though lime is typically green. And then it's blue for raspberry. I don't know why, but... Anyway, what I've noticed about the Bomb Pops, it's almost like a creamy ice. Does that make any sense? A creamy ice? You know how when you get an Italian ice, sometimes the ice is really, like, icy, and other times it's icy, but it's kind of, like, creamy. Like you don't have the chunks of ice. You know what I mean? Does that make any sense? That's really the only way I can describe it to you. Oh, but it hit the spot. It was so good. Mm. Mm-hmm. The popcorn was good, too. And Toy Story 3 was awesome. By the way... Not to get off topic between popsicles and movies and stuff like that, but Toy Story 4, if you haven't seen that movie yet, go and see it. Your kids will love it. Even if you don't have any kids, go with some friends. Very funny movie. Very funny. I love Combat Carl's in it for about two minutes. Combat Carl, where are the kids? You know, he's all, where are the kids? I want to go play. You know, all these toys want to get played with. It's so funny. But Combat Carl, oh my God, I was on the floor laughing. It was great. And then there's another scene where I forget the character's name, but it reminds me of Evil Knievel. He's the guy, the guy in the, the, guy in the movie, the character in the movie, he's on a motorcycle. Usually you see him like two-thirds of the way into the movie, but he plays a pretty good role throughout the rest of the movie once he gets introduced. But it is hilarious. Oh, my God, so funny. So back to the Bomb Pops and Flavor Ice. I want to see more reds and greens in there. It's mysterious why they're... And it's not because some people say, well, there's more flavors that go around now. Well, that's not true because there's like there was like four or five pinks in there, which I believe are cotton candy. And then there's the, the, the sea blue. There's like four or five sea blue in there. So like the ratios are way off. And as far as I know, maybe I could look it up on Amazon. Maybe I could buy a case of red and a case of green and have all problems solved. Wouldn't that be awesome? And just to throw this in there, too, because I was taking a trip down memory lane the other day when I was at my friend's house, 4th of July weekend, or 4th of July, and also the day before. 
we're talking about freeze pops. And when I was really little, my brother and I, we did Little League. We did Little League, and I can remember after the games, we had these monster. I mean, it looked like you were holding like a ruler or a yardstick, actually. And I, if I recall correctly, I think they were 25 cents or 50 cents. They weren't much more than that. We're talking like early 80s. No, it was probably expensive back then. I don't even think you get a freeze pop now for 50 cents someplace at a concession stand. It's probably like $2. Especially on a hot day, they probably jacked the price right up. But these things were massive. Now think of like a yardstick, right? And then think of like, I don't know, what's something that would be... Let's see, something... Anyway, it was a big it was a big freeze pop. And they were awesome. So I don't know, I'd like maybe a giant freeze pops, red and green, purple and orange. Those are the only ones I want. These other colors... I can't stand cotton candy. I've never liked it in real life at the fair, and I don't like it in a freeze-pop form. But some kids love it. Some parents love it. Some people love it. Now there's another one in there. I think it's mango. Oh, they also sell like a tropical freeze-pop um, carton that you can get, and it's all it's like mangoes and pineapples and coconut. Now, I like coconut, but I don't know how much of a fan I would be of coconut in a frozen form. You know what I mean? Now, I was saving the gross stuff for last. Last week and the week before, for whatever reason, the internet was bombarded. Bombarded. And I'm sure you saw this because millions and millions of other people did too. Ranch-flavored Pop-Tarts. Oh, my God. Now, let me tell you, the reason I wanted to talk about this because this played a very important role into something. And I need to explain this to you guys. It was so, it, 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 it turned my stomach so much thinking about ranch-flavored Pop-Tarts. And, and Pop-Tarts wasn't even the one that came up with this idea. It was Hidden Valley Ranch that took a Pop-Tart box with their marketing department or their creative team, the artistic talent they have, and took a Pop-Tart box and then filled in the blanks and, and kind of imposed and and put a ranch-looking-flavored Pop-Tart on the carton. Hey, ranch-flavored Pop-Tarts, right? And it was the same week, like days apart, that KFC announced that they were, they were going to do uh, 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 Cheeto, Cheetos, put Cheetos underneath or on the bun of a chicken sandwich that they serve. Now, that's not as gross as ranch-flavored Pop-Tarts, but let me tell you something. I used to love Pop-Tarts. And now, all I can think of when I see Pop-Tarts in the store, I get this mental image of warm ranch dressing, and I can't get it out of my head, and I can smell it and taste it. It's weird. You can, like, smell and taste a memory. You know what I mean? It's very interesting. And to be honest with you, I... I don't know if I'll ever buy Pop-Tarts again. And I loved Pop-Tarts. I, we grew up on Pop-Tarts. My favorite with the strawberry frosted or unfrosted, or the blueberry frosted or unfrosted. Either one of those, I'll, I'll eat them all day. These other ones they have, like s'mores and, and chocolate chocolate, or like, I don't know, I think they even might have cookie dough. It's overkill. It's too sweet. So I like the standard ones that have been around for decades. Strawberry and blueberry, frosted or unfrosted. Awesome. 
So this was so disgusting to me, and and it was so it it turned my stomach that I actually picked up the phone and called Kellogg's to speak with somebody in their marketing department. Even though they weren't the ones that started this, because it went viral all over the internet. A lot of Pop-Tart fanatics out there. In fact, if you go to the Pop-Tart Facebook page, they have like almost 5 million uh, uh, fans on there. 5 million people follow them. And when they make a post, there's, there's hundreds of comments and shares and everything else. So it's a big deal. It's, it's part of our culture. Pop-Tarts are here to stay. However, so I called up Kellogg's, right? And I was, I, was, I was trying to get a hold of somebody in the marketing department. I left. Ultimately, I called two or three times. I kept getting transferred around everything else. And plus two, I think it was this past Monday. So it was just before July 4th. Everybody's probably on vacation or wanting to get out of the office, whatever it is. You know, I know what it's like. Been there, done that. Anyway, I left my name and number. Nobody's called me back yet, but that's because of the holiday week. Next week, hopefully I get a call because they need to know. that the ranch-flavored Pop-Tarts that Hidden Valley kind of created and said, hey, let's try this out, it'd be a good idea, actually backfired. And I want to tell them that I probably won't be purchasing Pop-Tarts anytime soon, if ever again, because every time, and I was just at the grocery store the other day. I'm in the Pop, I'm looking at the Pop-Tarts, and I, all I can smell in my mind is ranch dressing and i've never been a fan of ranch dressing dressing enough to put it on salads you know some people put it on their hamburgers and stuff i always prefer blue cheese dressing so i don't know if i'm ever going to get over this and i think kellogg's needs to know because i'm one person like every one per most let me tell you something most people i think for every person that calls kellogg's to tell them hey this is really disgusting it's turning my stomach to the point where i might not even purchase pop tarts anymore for every one person like me that does that there's probably a hundred thousand that never picked the phone up that feel the same way and that's all i wanted to tell them i'm not looking for freebies i'm not looking for a, a lifetime supply of free free strawberry or blueberry pop tarts i'm not looking for uh you know to have a, some you know, big Mac truck pull up to my house and load, unload, you know, crates and crates of Pop-Tarts. It's not, I'm not looking for any freebies, nothing at all like that. I just want them to know what it's done to me. And I do sound like a weakling. I'm not a weakling at all. I don't think I've ever called a company about anything like this. So I can't even remember the last time I called a food company. I don't, I, maybe, maybe like 15 or 20 years ago. Might have been about something with Raisin Bran. There wasn't enough raisins in all the boxes or something like that. I don't know. Can't quite remember what it was. I'll have to save that for another show. But if you don't know what I'm talking about, just go to Google and type in ranch-flavored Dorito. Or ran- Jeez, now I'm all confused. Ranch-flavored Pop-Tarts. And you'll see all the articles and pictures that came out recently. I mean, Hidden Valley Ranch did a great job portraying it. Like, this is what it could look like. And I think you'll understand how you can smell a mental image of something. Because if, if we were talking, let's just say, let's say Hidden Valley came out with something and, and it had something to do with like Purdue. Oh, hey, how about your Thanksgiving dinner? We can use ranch dressing. That would be, that would be, I wouldn't even bat a lash to it. But it would be like somebody coming out with, a to, uh, let's say, a, a tobacco flavored candy bar, right? Some things just shouldn't be, you shouldn't go down certain avenues with certain types of foods. Or how about a ranch-flavored can- ranch chocolate? 
If that doesn't turn your stomach more than flanch fried with Pop-Tarts, I don't know what will. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do another episode about this next week. Hopefully Kellogg's calls me. I'll let you guys know what they tell me. All right? And I'm just looking to voice my opinion toward them and say, hey, you know, you might really need to... You, I'm not saying, like, go sue Hidden Valley Ranch. But if I, had, if I was the owner of Pop-Tarts, right, and this was my business and somebody did that, and my sales d- diminished because of it, that would really send up some red flags. And how do you get people back that don't want to or that associate ranch dressing with something that's sweet like a Pop-Tart? It's, it's disgusting. Oh, I can't get the thought of ranch-flavored Pop-Tarts out of my head. But a bomb pop could probably solve it. Man, those things are so tasty. I don't know what they do. I don't know how they get so much flavor into each one of those colors on the stick. It's remarkable. Absolutely. It, it, I need to interview them. I need, Hey, call them up. Hey, yeah, can, you, can you spare 10 minutes of your time so I can pick your brain a little bit about these bomb pops? Would you guys like something like that? Let me know if you like something like that. Email me, hubastudios at gmail.com. Don't forget podcastpat.net, or I'm sorry, podcastpat.com, podcastpat.com, podcastpat.com. You can email me anytime you like. Tell everybody about the show. Hopefully I've inspired you to do something. This isn't your typical podcast. Now, I got to explain that to you. When I sit down and do a podcast, I'm doing all these things from memory. I'm not looking at a script. I'm not reading articles. These are my experiences put into words in a way that you can understand them in an interesting way. Hopefully that keeps you coming back for more. There's so many people out there doing podcasts that have no idea how to talk into the microphone. And I'm not even talking about, you know, hey, do I sound good? Hey, how's it sound? Not like that at all. They'll sit down to a mic and it'll be like this. And they're called crutches. They'll be like, well, so... um." We're going to talk about the trees. Nobody wants to hear about those things. Nobody wants to sit down. And you see it all the time on Instagram, social media, Snapchat, Facebook. People are videotaping themselves trying to explain something to you, and it always starts out. So, um, well, you know, trust me. Once, If you haven't noticed it, you will notice it now after you listen to me. As always, thank you for tuning in. I love talking to you guys. Let's keep the numbers going. People all over the world are listening to my podcast. All over the world. It's not just America. Vietnam, Europe, Italy, Russia, South America, all over the place. I love that because everybody that's listening to me can relate to something. If you, or if you can't, you'll find it interesting and maybe you'll go to Google or maybe you'll go try something I'm talking about. And I love that. It's the power of podcast. Podcast Pat. Have a great weekend.